Connor Lee used to be hip lead now called go personas because they're doing much more than just leads. Uh, they grew from 1.8 million in terms of run rate called a year and a half ago to over 3.6 today, serving two separate cohorts, self-serve and enterprise together. Again, $310,000 a month uh, in recurring revenue. He's done this in San Francisco and bootstrapped, which I loved. Use some debt to get going, but basically bootstrap, no equity raise, 20 folks on the team, all remote, five engineers, one salesperson, 95% net revenue retention as he looks to scale. Check out covid.gopersonas.com for deals uh, during the virus that SaaS companies are doing in terms of discounts. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Connor Lee. He is building a company called gopersonas.com, formerly named Hiplead, helping sales and marketing teams scale the top of their funnel. Connor, are you ready to take us to the top? Ready to take us to the top. All right. So talk to me first uh, about what the company does and then why the name change from Hiplead to Personas. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so at Personas, we basically help companies um, scale their sales. So we provide them um, a platform, a software tool for them to use to run uh, outbound sales and build basically custom growth engines for their companies. And, um, and we do that... Um, you know, primarily through um, our own application on a self-serve basis. And then we actually will go in with larger businesses, enterprise companies, and help them to build out um, using custom versions of our software package, their own custom growth models. Um, and about, I'd say about six months ago, we we, uh, we started to move over to a new name, Personas, from Hiplead. And the reason why we changed names is basically because um, our application, um, one, isn't just focused on, on, on data, on lead data. Um, it's focused on automation, automating, you know, the B2B sales and marketing processes. Um, and I, and personas is really our, our, our focus. So we believe that, you know, people are most, uh, when you're running a sales and marketing process, what you want to do is you want to start by, by focusing on your audience first, who you're actually talking to. And that's, and that's the kind of the center of everything. If you're going to make, um, you know, with B2B, especially if you're going to make uh, sales and marketing work, it's going to be focused on your audience, what they care about, their pain points, um, and slicing and dicing it and making the most of it. Mm -hmm. Now, you got uh, this going back in, in 2012. And when you came on the show back in, uh, I think it was uh, July of 2018, you'd share that you'd scaled at that point to about 50 customers on the hip lead product. Where are you at today? How many folks are using the product? Um, we're, we have, let me see, we have about, uh, on the hip lead at, well, on the persona sexual tool, we have roughly a hundred, 110. Okay. And what is the breakdown between like, if you look at total revenue last year, are you doing any, I mean, consulting here makes complete sense to me on top of a SaaS product. Do you have, I mean, are you doing both or is it all strictly SaaS, no consulting? So we've kind of modified, we do do a little bit of consulting, but what we've done is we kind of have two distinct products now. We have our enterprise plan, um, and, and rather than doing consulting uh, in the past, we actually build tools that, that our clients use. Um, so we'll help them to build out that tool. So, so it's, it's less about us you know, writing content, running campaigns, more about taking the software that we have and building custom versions of it, um, kind of like a Lego block. How so do you, you manage all that though? I mean, then you're dealing with a bunch of different code and you have to deal with bug tracking on seven different, you know, code basis. Doesn't that drive your dev team crazy? Well, we, we actually, we, so, you know, we, we started out, you know, being a consultancy, we, we, we basically built, um, a backend that, that can support a lot of this different functionality. Um, so one of the things that, that we're, that we're, that we're, that we've been successful, we've done is we've kind of turned a lot of our infrastructure into an API. 
So um, we can take parts. So what the core is, is an API and we can build little modules, kind of like building blocks on top of that and pull them in and pull them out. So kind of like, um, like a set of Lego blocks or like an erector set, right? You've got one piece that grabs data from, say, their, their CRM or our client Salesforce, and then it filters it. And then, it's, then it has logic that then would go and say, okay, well, based on what's in here, um, what's the business logic? And then it would pass it into another system. And all those are these individual parts. Um, so, yeah, so it's so more like plug and play, not full customization. Yeah, exactly. I see. I see. Okay. All right. So 110 customers. And are you still kind of in that sweet spot of, you know, three, 4,000 bucks a month on average, or have you moved up or downstream? Um, so for, we've moved downstream in our, in our services or we're closer to around, sorry, in, in our, our, in personas product, um, we're closer to an average of a thousand okay. um, per month. Um, and, uh, but our enterprise, um, business is, is, is a little bit different. We have, um, so we're doing roughly 130 K in the app, uh, on MRR and about 180 K in our enterprise. Um, what's the difference? Uh, the enterprise is, so the, the personas app is basically, um, it's, it's, you know, what you get in your login. So it's, uh, it's like a regular standard SaaS application. You log in, you use it. The enterprise is basically, we've taken, um, elements of our consulting business and then built the custom code for our big clients. We have, and we have about six, um, pretty large SaaS clients, um, that are, that are, that are paying us 180 K a month in total. Mm-hmm. So, so what, like if someone asked you, what is your total monthly recurring? Would you take the 130 a month plus the 180 a month? Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, so that, 310, roughly. 310. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So, so, and that's by the way, nice growth. Again, last time it came on was about 18 months ago, you were at about $150,000 a month. Did you raise a bunch of extra capital to drive that growth? Or were you able to do all no, that with no extra? Yeah. All that without extra. We, we, yeah, we've been around for a while, so we've got a lot of software. We've got a lot of processes, a lot of people. Um, yeah. And so all that's been, our growth has been really driven by, um, by just kind of listening to our, kind of going after these bigger clients that, that, um, you know, Bigger companies have complex organizational needs, and they're willing to pay money, a lot of money, to solve these complex organizational needs that you can't just, um, that they can't, you know, throw their own developers at or, or can't, um, you know, can't throw, you know, sales operations or marketing ops at. Okay, so still just about $200,000 in equity raised? Yeah, yeah, that's, we have, we great. raised zero. Now so. you, uh, I'm going off, I'm trying to remember email threads. Between us. Did you decide to use debt or not? Uh, a while back, yes. Yeah. So we used Letter Capital. Okay. Um, yeah, we were we even uh, our loan was uh, 150k in actual loan, oh, and wow. we had a 50% interest paid over over three years. So we paid 225k, uh, 70, 75,000, you know, in in, uh, in in fees and and whatnot. Uh, so it was uh, it was, but it, I, it was a good experience. We enjoyed it and. Um, and, uh, and, and in general, I, I, we haven't done it yet, but there's, we're, um, there's a lot of people, um, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but there's, um, a lot of resources around COVID small business association resources that, um, that a lot of companies, you know, are, are a good way to, to, to get really cheap debt. Yeah. Right well, so we're going to put this out fairly soon. So let's talk about okay. that tomorrow, April 3rd is when the, the actual, the federal government has said, okay, you can now apply. Now there's some caveats here, especially we're in San Francisco. A lot of my audience is VC backed. One of the issues is, is it's called the affiliate clause essentially in the contract would basically yeah. potentially makes it impossible for VC backed companies to apply for this. Now, would this apply to you? Do you consider yourself VC backed because you raised $200,000? No, it was it was debt. It was fully paid off. Um, oh, that two hundred grand was an equity. 
Yeah, there's no equity at all. So we, oh. we have we have some friends and family that that have done safe notes, but not 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 a not a significant amount. So there's no actual like, you know, true equity on uh, um on our on our books. Oh, um, I see, I see. Okay, so yeah, you, then you're basically bootstrapped, so you're good to go. But like some things that people should know about, right, related to this is, you know, essentially you take your total payroll expenses, excluding contractors. So don't include 1099s. You can include pay to founders and owners defined as more than 20, you know, more than 20% of the company. And you do that between essentially the, the prior 12 months to applying for the loan tomorrow. So call it February, 2019 through call it February, 2020. Um, and you cap these, the, the, the tricky part about this is it's only up to the first hundred thousand dollars in salaries per employee. So you might, do you have people you pay more than hundred grand? Anybody? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. So like how, walk me through the application process. How are you applying for this? Uh, so, well, we are, we are, we, we haven't fully decided to apply yet, but, um, we actually built a resource site, covid.gopersonus.com. And, uh, and what it is, is, um, it's a, a bunch of discounts that are available to, uh, to SaaS companies and to startups that are, that are under 500 employees. And then we're going to build, we're building a page on there about, um, the, uh, the care act loans and the related payroll. Loans. Oh, this is great. You've essentially went out or just scanned the internet and basically, Hey, Hey, box is giving a discount. Atlassian's giving a discount. Dial pet is like, here's a big list of all these. Exactly. And oh, then we're going to add other tabs underneath there that show people, um, you know, a, a lot of companies have, have laid off a, a lot of their employees and, um, you know, whatnot. And so everybody's looking at ways to save money and, and to tighten up. So we pulled a bunch of resources together and one of the ones we're working on is another tab that's going to be about how to apply, um, and, and how to do that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, this is great. I mean, look, for those of you, maybe we release this one tomorrow. I'll move this episode up since it's going to be relevant. Anyone listening to this right now, it's it's April 3rd, Friday you know, morning. It, basically, the federal government has said, okay, banks who are FDI insured, and they're going to put out a more comprehensive list. They haven't yet, which is crazy. It's 24 hours away. But basically, they're saying funds can start, you know, the applications can start being processed by banks uh, tomorrow. And, and what that means is if you had a million dollars in salary, right, payroll uh, over the past 12 months, uh, capped at 100 grand per employee, not including contractors, you then take that number divide by 12. So about $83,000 per month and multiply by 2.5 X multiplier, right? So you're looking at about $200,000 is what your loan would be eligible for from the federal government, backed by the federal government from okay. your bank. If your bank huh. is FDIC insured. Yeah. Right. So the, the trick with this that, you know, the, the, Connor, that I'm trying to share with people is I think the money will run out, right? If you take 350 billion, right. At a max of 10 million Some- per company, that's only 34,000 companies. Right. Even even if you only do one hundred thousand per company, that's three point five million companies. Jobless came last week or alone or, or last month. Six point you know six million. Right. So yeah, it's going to run out. So you should apply quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and there's a lot of companies that are that are that are struggling to make payroll. And this is a really great thing to help them. So. Yeah. Last thing on the subject, just to get all the information out there, people are saying, well, Nathan, do I have to pay the loans back? So like, let's say Connor had a million of payroll expense. He goes and gets a loan for $200,000. He's like, well, wait, do I pay this back? The terms on the loan are, it cannot be higher than 0.5% interest rate set by the federal government. And the term can't be more than two years. That's also a federally set guideline as of like 5.40 a.m. this morning. It could change, right? So banks will do these loans. But here's the cool thing. If Connor gets that check for $200,000 from his bank, they will put it in his bank account. If he spends that money on payroll, utilities, mortgage, or any interest payments on mortgage or rent, 
it's deductible, it's forgiven. So hmm. in the eight weeks after Connor gets the loan, starting, you know, let's say he gets it tomorrow or early next week, in the next eight weeks, if he spends 200 grand on any of those items, including payroll, he doesn't have to pay back any of the loan. It's essentially free money. So that's why this is so important for founders to take advantage of, especially if you've really been hit hard by the virus. That's all the info. I spew it out. <laughs> You're an expert on it. Man. <laughs> well, I, I've studied, I mean, I just, I've studied the heck out of it because so many people were asking me questions, but yeah, that, that's, that's the approach to take there and make Connor, I'll ping you after this episode and figure out how yeah. to get you this information for your site too. But yeah, guys right. also check out uh, the link is uh covid.gopersonas.com. Uh, we'll put it up on the blog as well as so you guys can check that out. Um, Connor, talk to me about your customers. Are you seeing a churn yeah. spike because of this? Um, yeah, I mean, so customers that are, so, you know, we work with a lot of different companies, almost all of our customers are SaaS businesses. Um, and they're, they, they, they span the gamut from recruiting to companies that are doing photography, um, to doing, you know, pure, pure play SaaS, um, you know, remote worker, um, you know, sort of software. And obviously the ones that are, that are the tightest are ones that are doing things that are related to offices and, um, things are related to, um, to physical events. So some of our customers that are that are kind of the tightest. So what we've been doing for our existing customers, we've been offering them uh, free resources on our own services during this time and massive discounts, um, just to, just to you know make sure that they that they you know can get can get through this, um, and uh, you know and so we're 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 trying to to keep everyone from churning by by doing whatever we can um, on a on a case by case basis. So if the customers you know really you know need resources and we can tell and and we talk to them, then we'll we'll roll out some extensions and, and resources for them. Okay. Uh, very, but, very but, in, but in general, yeah, we are seeing, we are seeing a lot of uh, a pain in the marketplace. Um, you know, um, companies that are doing recruiting are, are, are hurting, especially ones that are, um, you know, doing um, recruiting for, you know, non-technical kind of roles, um, sales and, and, and support and all of that. Uh, and then companies that are doing uh, event related things or office related things are all feeling um, a bit of pain. Mm-hmm. So. so taking a step back, you had shared last time your gross revenue churn annually was about 12%. Still around there or have you gotten better? Uh, yeah, we're still in that range on, on our, on our, um, on our product. We haven't had any churn on our enterprise, uh, whatsoever. So 0% there, but on our, yeah, we're at 12, 15% churn on, on the, uh, the self-serve, uh, go percentus. And are you seeing meaningful expansion revenue, especially from that self-serve at maybe a grand a month up to your enterprise level at five, six, seven, eight grand a month? Uh, yeah, we have, um, we have, and I, I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but, okay. um, but the 15% includes some expansion churn, but we treat the, t- the two, ent- we treat the enterprise and, and, and the, and the app as almost two separate businesses. Um, so we haven't easily tracked them in between, but, um, but yeah, there, there is a good amount of, of, um, of, cause what we do is we have a monthly plan, um, in, and, uh, starting off at right now it's two fifty, and, and during COVID what we give it for free, um, uh, for three months, uh, for companies that, that need it. Um, and then we, what, what we'll do is we'll upsell people onto a one year plan with a, with a discount. Um, and so, and so if you factor those two things in it, it does, uh, it, it does have, probably 10% or more, um, kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, negative, negative churn or upsell. So when you look, so when you look then at the past 12 months, if you have 12% revenue churn and about 10 to 15% expansion, you're flirting with about hundred percent net revenue retention. Um, no, the, the 15%, the 12, 15% kind of churn, um, includes some of that. Um, so I think we're probably around 20% churn overall. And, and then if you add in the revenue, it, it brings it down. And then there's probably another 5% that, 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 um, 
expansion that we're not counting because it's going to the enterprise business because we haven't like done all the math. But um, yeah, so it's um, that's kind of the range. But Connor, if you generally just look at the customers you had paying you exactly one year ago, and then you look at the amount of downgrade revenue plus add back the amount of expansion revenue, is that cohort about flat? So 100% net revenue retention? It's about 5% uh, churn overall. Okay, got it. So, 90, so 95% yeah. net. I see. Yeah, exactly. I see. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, where is growth coming from? Um, so growth coming from, um, we're, let's see. Um, well, it was coming from events. Uh, <laughs> that'll be changed for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we, we, uh, we partnered with the growth marketing conference and, and, uh, and, and do a lot of stuff with them. Those guys are great. Um, uh, we are kind of shifting over to doing a lot more webinars our, ourselves. Um, and then a lot of it kind of comes from, uh, our own, we use our own tools to, to run our own outbound campaigns, um, and, uh, and, and whatnot. So we, uh, we basically have, so our tool, um, does email. So you can use it to run outbound email campaigns and you can also use it to run ad campaigns, uh, lookalike audiences, um, in uh, very easily, and then also do mailing as well. So we use all those tools together to kind of, um, you know, to, uh, to reach people, um, whatever medium they they prefer, um, and kind of all the mediums in general, and that that generates a, a lot of our the, the vast majority of our of our revenue. And are you uh, operating right at break even, or are you profitable? Uh, we're profitable. Oh, great. Okay, very good. Uh, what's team size today? How many folks? Uh, so we have eight employees in SF, and we have t- uh, twelve other remote employees, um, kind of all over the world. Um, our development is based in South America primarily. We have. We have two folks in SF, and but the rest of the engineers are, are in are in South America, in Peru, um, and then we have operations folks, kind of all over the world, um, folks in Canada, parts of the U.S., uh, Asia, Africa, Eastern Europe, you name it. Very, so. very remote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, wait. So, how many engineers total? Twenty on the team. How many total engineers? Uh, we have five engineers in total. Okay, and any, any quota carrying sales reps? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we have we have uh, we have one quota carrying sales rep currently, um, and then we have we have some co- we have another contractor that we work with that's um, that does also carry quota but isn't isn't a full time employee. Good stuff, man. All right, so last question on the COVID stuff. So it sounds like you're still researching the the payment protection uh, plan that they've put out. I mean, is there any reason you wouldn't apply for that? Have you done any research there? No, there isn't a reason. I, I probably probably should. Um, if if anything, because we're working on content to uh, <laughs> to help people do it. Yeah. So just kind of learn the process ourselves. Um, so there's there's no real reason to apply. I mean, I guess you said it's yeah, it's capped at five percent. So no, no, just point point five percent. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's es- it's essentially it, it really is the closest thing you're ever going to see to free capital. Uh, from from what everything I can tell. I mean, I, you look at it and go, it's too good to be true. But from everything I can tell. That's it. That's the number. Um, the reason I'm asking, I mean, the reason I've said it so much is, you know, part of what I've done over the past two years, I don't obviously talk about this a ton publicly, but I've invested a lot of money via debt into SaaS companies. And so one of the things that I'm considering doing, and if you end up doing this, email me or tweet me, is mm-hmm. I am matching whatever you mm-hmm. get from COVID. So if you oh. like applied and got a $200,000 check from the COVID funds, I will would give you another $200,000 in debt. Now it's oh. not going to be as cheap as 0.5%, but I'll, I'll match funds yeah. essentially. Oh, interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. So we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Well, um, you sent, Hey, if you want to, if, if we, if, um, I'd be happy to put that on our site too. Um, if it's, if it's useful we're, cause we're going to create another tab. And so if there's anything that, that you want to share publicly, um, 
of matching or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, with. happy to. We'll definitely talk because on, on my blog right now at the top pinned, I've got a massive like information sheet for SaaS companies, but I don't have what you have, which are deals that SaaS companies are giving to people impacted by COVID and the two together make a lot of sense. So we'll, we'll follow up on that. Awesome. All right, Connor, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh, man, I think, uh, I just, I, it's, but at this, these days it's crossing the chasm. Okay. Very good. Uh, no, you, you've graduated from a hard thing about hard things, huh? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, you know, I, I'm, um, I, I, you know, I like Manny Medina is a, is a, is a guy I know pretty well and, and, uh, a buddy and, and I like what he's doing at, uh, over at outreach. Yep, just put up a great LinkedIn post. You guys should check it out. He had to make a tough decision laying off a large portion of the team, but I think did it in a way that is just probably the most graceful way you could ever do that. So good lessons there. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company besides your own? <laughs> um, you know, we've 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 been liking HubSpot a lot. Number uh, four. and also outreach, you know, yep. uh, as well. So. Number four, how many hours of sleep you get every night? These days, I've actually been getting uh, a healthy eight hours of sleep every night. So. That's one common theme amid the virus. Everyone's getting more sleep. Tons of sleep. <laughs> and uh, uh, married, single kids? Uh, married, no kids. Okay, mar- okay, but that must have been recent. I was going to say that was recent, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. All right, congratulations. <laughs> and how old are you? Uh, I am 38. 38, very good. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? 20-year-old self? Um... I think I, I wish my 20-year-old self would have known that, um, you know, that basically, uh, think about this. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. Party party less, uh, work less, enjoy life a little bit more. <laughs> there you go, party and work less. Guys, there you have it uh, from Connor Lee. Used to be Hip Lead, now called Go Personas because they're doing much more than just leads. Uh, they grew from 1.8 million in terms of run rate, called a year and a half ago to over 3.6 today, serving two separate cohorts, self-serve and enterprise together. Again, $310,000 a month uh, in recurring revenue. He's done this in San Francisco and bootstrapped, which I loved. Used some debt to get going, but basically bootstrapped. No equity raised, 20 folks on the team, all remote, five engineers, one salesperson, 95% net revenue retention, as he looks to scale. Check out covid.gopersonas.com for deals uh, during the virus that SaaS companies are doing in terms of discounts. Uh, Connor, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. It's been a pleasure as always.